Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Cole Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rick Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose, Arachno Sita Romero, David Starr. Support Wrestle Talk. You are watching Wrestle Talk. Congratulations, you got here. Now subscribe and support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk and please subscribe now. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it. Support Ollie, support me, support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Because we talk about wrestling, and I like it. Support Wrestle Talk. Don't subscribe. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Lou Gowen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Lou Gowen is, both the Ravens. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell. And I'm joined by Just Dave. Yes, you are. Bow, 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 bow. I did it again. Air horns yes, again. Nice. Got to keep those in. Oh, yeah. I love the air horns. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm doing very well indeed. Good. And uh, yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. Got a bit Good. of a headache, unfortunately, today. That is a shame. And it's a long, long day today uh, for me, especially just because you've come in and for the first time you've done stuff by yourself. I know. I'm, you a, came I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm a grown up boy now. You're, you're a big boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you came in to do the Smackdown review this morning mm. because I'm coming in to do this Smackdown review with you now. And then I'm staying here until tonight where I'm going to be doing live reactions to AEW full gear with Laurie. So yes, absolutely. Long time. I've got a few, quite a few hours to wait between then and uh, yeah, now and quite, then. But, uh, of course, um, with uh, Ollie away. And, mm, Ollie's uh, in Amsterdam. Luke in Japan. Well, Luke, I believe, flew back from Japan yesterday. Ah. But we couldn't very well just be like, oh, cool, you're back from Japan. How about you work <coughs> right now? Yeah, that would be a so, little bit unfair. Yeah, Jet we, lag late night. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So we, uh, we didn't want to throw him in at the deep end. So yeah, it just came down to kind of by default. I think Simon's away as well. So he couldn't yeah. do anything. So then it was literally just me, you and Laurie that are left. And we have a SmackDown review to do, a SmackDown live stream, yeah. and AEW full gear reactions. So. Skeleton crew on call. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's a, a long, long day, but hopefully this headache goes away so I can actually last yes. uh, through it. But yeah, um, how's your week been? Have you been up to much since last <clears throat> Saturday? Um, oh God, what have I been doing? Um, not a vast amount. Just no. uh, 
I think what, what I've, I've been playing playing some Pokemon, yeah. avoiding spoilers for Sword and Shields, mm-hmm. and um, not really much else. Got my got my ESTA organized to go to America Land, that fabled land. Oh God, yeah, you're going to America. I forgot I about am. that. I'm going to America at the beginning of December. It's going to be fun. Mm. Speaking of, just as a heads up for podcast listeners, mm. I know you're going to be devastated, but I'm also taking a week off at the beginning of December. Dun, dun, dun. Which means I won't be around, nor will Dave be around, for, oh the, for the SmackDown review on that Saturday. So, Ooh, December gonna... the whatever it is. But it probably means you're probably going to get Ollie in, because he normally does nice. that. Uh, so that's what, December the, the 7th? 7th, yeah. December the 7th. You won't have me or Dave on it. Alas. I know. It's terrible. It I, is. I feel your pain, everyone. Um, yeah, because we're both going to be off. I just need a week off. <laughs> so I'm just, so I'm just taking one. Um, anyway, let's get in some emails. I've got yes. a lot of them. Um, so we've got one from Nate. I think this is from a while back. It is from a while back. Uh, Nate from Midwest USA here. You guys always keep me going strong during my days as a custodian of my local school. Um, this is about NXT stuff. Uh, I love the Bala heel turn. You can tell when this was sent in. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hope this means <laughs> the real rock and roller in NXT. I wanted to ask a question. If they don't go the route of Bala in Undisputed Era, who would be in Bala Club? I feel like Trevor Lee, I refuse to call him Cameron Grimes, would be a good fit, mm-hmm. as well as Gallius. What do you think? Keep up the consistent consistency, Nate. Um, Bala Club, I'd love to see AOP. AOP and Bala Club. AOP and Bala, I think would be class. I would like that. I could see that. Also, his, his name always escapes me. The mm. Archer Fellow. Oh, Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Yeah. Punishment Martinez on yes. the Indies, yes. Yes, I'd like to see Damien Priest given an idea of that. AOP, very good call. Love mm. that. Um, that would be fun. I think that would be an interesting sort of mix of statures, styles, and everything going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. I also like Cameron Grimes. It's a good shout. Yes, um, very Nate, much so. Who, who said that. That was cool. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know where they're going with Ballerina NXT right now, but I'm thoroughly excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, his path is kind of open, mm-hmm. depending on really whatever he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, that's kind and, of Ballerina's thing. And, yeah. and if, you're, if, you're, if you're NXT and you're looking at Ballerina, you're going, yeah, you do whatever you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got another email here from Rob. This is a very cool one. Who said, hello, Pete, and whoever you happen to be with at the time. <laughs> uh, you said you want more emails, so here's mine. I know you're a Pokemon fan, so here's my Houndoom tattoo. Wishing you all the best and keep on chopping love, Rob. And he sent us, attached as a picture, of an awesome oh, Houndoom that's awesome. tattoo. It is so, so cool. Look, oh, he's that's got, badass. And he's got swords on the back, and he's got the flames. Oh, that's, oh, that's amazing. Little, that's so, so cool. Dude, that's Love fantastic. It. I think you mean Doom, because it's Hound, Houndoom. Houndoom. I, I don't even have the words. No. Houndoom tattoo, <laughs> very cool. Thank you for your email, Rob. That's fantastic. Lovely stuff. Thank you very um, much. What else have we got? Uh, there's one from Matt. Who says NXT won across the board on SmackDown so they can all lose at Survivor Series? Gotta love that WWE 50 50 booking. Thoughts? Mm, please, no. I mean, I, mean, I know yes. you said before, like, it's just so going to happen. Yep, it's totally going to happen. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to lose every match. Oh, no, they won't. They won't. But be... I don't think they'll even come close to winning. I was going to say they won't be clean swept, but the clean. Dirty swept? Is that the opposite of a clean sweep? Wait. Like, if a clean sweep know. is where you win everything. Is there an opposite of clean sweep? 
dirty mop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm clutching the straws here. I don't really know what's going on. Um, but uh, yes, I good. mean, yeah, they'll, they'll, there's matches they'll win, but they mm. won't win. Yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. Which yeah. is a shame. I don't think they will. Uh, I think the only chance, and it would have to, you'd have to catch Vince on the correct day for him to want NXT to go over, mm. and it would only be to try and beat AEW in the ratings. Yes. So I think between now and Survivor Series, if NXT doesn't beat AEW in the ratings for any week between now and then, there's a chance that Vince might come in and just be like, we'll have NXT win just for that extra exposure, just so we can beat AEW in the ratings. But I would say even then, that's a very, very small chance. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's long shot at best, isn't mm, it? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, we'll do one more email before we get into the main show mm. here. Uh, Reese Degnan said, "Hello and happy birthday, glorious King Beats. Don't know my birthday, and mm. an equ- and an equal hello to Royal Viceroy friend Dave. Oh, I like this. <laughs> oh, this is nice. Royal Viceroy friend. Oh, um, I'm going up in the world. You are, yeah. Um, I hope this email finds you well. Big fan of the work you two are doing, and deep respect for coming in on a Saturday to entertain us by talking about SmackDown. Uh, now to the topic I want to discuss with Sword and Shield a week or so away from release." Uh, as the two Pokemon experts in the office, uh, I think Laurie would take issue with that, but sure. Mm. Um, have you two been keeping up with the leaks? No. Uh, if so, have there been any Pokemon that have particularly caught your interest from the new crop? No, I've actively not looked at the leaks because I don't want to see them. That's the thing. I have not actively avoided the leaks. I have coincidentally avoided the leaks. Um, I don't quite know how this has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been like muting things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've not been muting people on Twitter. Um, Twitter's where I get all my news about everything. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I just happen to not have come across any of them. Yeah. Which is I, quite fun. I have seen one of the leaked Pokemon yeah. by accident. I'd say I just follow a very good group of people on Twitter who yeah. don't leak things. Yeah, precisely. So, uh, yeah, there, there was one that I accidentally saw right before they deleted the tweet because mm. they tweeted it, realized they tweeted a leak, and then deleted the tweet. Yeah. But I happened to see it before they deleted it. Um, so I've seen one new Pokemon, but and it looks I, but yeah. that's all I've seen. So Yeah, um, I managed to avoid them. Quite happy about that. Yes, very happy about that. L- uh, Laurie went to look at them because he wasn't as excited for sword and shield so I, I was speaking to laurie about it and he said he went to go look at them oh god we're gonna have to redo this entire intro what was that no we're not never mind because it's only coming through in three notes but remind me i need to do something before we actually start the stream okay but i'm gonna clap and i'll continue talking as if nothing ever happened so yeah, I was, I was talking to Laurie about it, and he was saying that he wasn't very excited for Sword and Shield in particular. So he went and looked at all the leaked Pokemon, yeah. and that made him excited for it. Oh, really? Yeah, and he said, that actually tipped him over the edge. He's like, oh, can't wait to play now. Because he okay. said, there's, there's some good stuff in there. There's Because he wasn't really a fan of all the Pokemon that have been revealed so far. Right. He was like, I don't really like many of them. So he was a bit kind of, mm, I don't, I'm not really, not really feeling Sword and Shield. But apparently he went to go look at it and he said, no, there's actually some really good stuff in there. And some of the ones that we've seen get evolutions that are actually pretty cool. So, okay. Yeah. So he, he then got, you know, got quite excited and he was like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the game now. So... Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that because uh, I really want it to be a good game. Um, mm. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Reese just uh, signed off his email by saying, "Keep up the good work and the D and D talk always a highlight." Kind regards, Reese, Reese Degnan. Uh, thank you very much for the email, well, Reese. And yeah. I'm sure in the outro of this show, we'll probably be talking about D and D because we're. I'm sure we we've will. got some things to discuss. We have. Oh, we have. Oh, well, then. There Speaking we go. of, we've got a session uh, as a little teaser for the outro. 
I'm running a session for my campaign tomorrow. Oh, yes, of um, course. Including, of course, Dave. And yeah. we also had a session last week. We um, did. As, uh, in our friends campaign, which was quite the session. Oh, my. So we, we've got lots of things to talk about with that. But we'll talk about that in the outro of the show. But for now, let's mm. get into the main portion of the show. Let's talk about SmackDown. And is WWE overexposing Baron Corbin again? <laughs> Here's the show. Oh boy, it seems like we're returning to the time when Baron Corbin opened the show and closed the show and was the focus of the show, and it was a bad time, Every if you remember. Every single week. If you remember earlier in this year, he had a three-month, what felt like 17-year yeah. feud with Seth Rollins, yeah. uh, when he would, as I said, open up the show, he'd cut bad promos, not his fault necessarily, mm. most of the time it was just bad content given to him. He'd have his cronies, the mid-card Vortex. It's become an actual meme on this channel because yep. of it. And this episode of SmackDown, out of nowhere, has just returned right to it. Which is such a shame because since he's been in the King of the Rings stuff, mm. he's actually been growing on a lot of people. And people have been like, you know what? He's actually pretty good. Myself included in that. Yeah? Gotta say. I mean, I was... I was a fan of Baron Corbin way back when, you mm-hmm. know, when he had his whole... In NXT. Yeah, yeah. weird biker troll. I don't know. I don't know. He sort of had... I mean, there was a motorbike at the start of his theme song, yeah. but he wasn't really a biker. He mm. just had it. It was weird, but, but still, I, he was I, right. I liked it back then, and then through his move, I became less of a fan. Mm-hmm. And he is just one of those people where what he does will just grind you down to a point where you think well actually do you know what this has grown on me mm-hmm. I do quite like this now yeah um, I he lost me with the Constable Corbin bit mm-hmm. but again like you say this King of the Ring thing hashtag bars <laughs> <laughs> has really kind of rejuvenated that certainly for me and a lot of other people and to then take that and go well you know what now we're going to go back to having seven year feuds with top guys again Mm -hmm. it's uh... yeah and i think having him pushed at that mid-card level to Mm. upper mid-card level is exactly where he should be yes i think he's a fantastic like mid-card champion he was having he was honestly doing some really good stuff uh, despite the fact the promos were your shot ha 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 his stuff with shorty g was actually pretty good yeah and that's when people started turning a corner be like he's a pretty good promo he's got a very cool move set in the ring he's quite enjoyable to watch but then, I feel like they just kind of ruined it on this episode. So let's get into what actually happened. So, the show opened up. It's in Manchester, England. England! England. I thought, you know, it's, it's usually, not, usually not here. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Uh, King Corbin starts the show. Uh, and after the excitement of last week with the whole NXT invasion, uh-huh. it was kind of a, oh, we're back to this, are we? Yeah. Great. Uh, but King Corbin comes out. First thing I noticed was a sign that said Corbin is a melt. Really enjoyed that. Fantastic. UK humor. Love it. Uh, and Corbin cuts a promo on Roman Reigns. Now, the match that was supposed to happen last week was Corbin versus Reigns. But obviously, mm. they got, uh, you know, abandoned in, in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Allegedly. In, what, um, in what Michael Cole described as a hiccup. Hiccup. Yes. Just a slight hiccup yeah, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So I Nothing more. Th- I dread to think what he'd consider, like, actual illness. Like, I know, yeah. And I, like, war. <laughs> It's <laughs> got a slight cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Corbin comes out and he runs down. It's a long promo and he runs down Roman Reigns. He blames him for the NXT invasion. 
And he does not funny jokes. Mm. And again, I don't think this is Corbin's fault in the slightest. I think that the content that was provided to him was it literally dog S word. This was awful stuff that he had to say. Yeah, There was lines <laughs> about... Roman Reigns' big dog testicles have shrunk to the size of marbles, and... The, I have the exact wording of that very quotation. Oh, here we go. It right. says, I think the big dog's testicles have shriveled up into itsy-bitsy, tiny, tiny little marbles. That's just not a cool line for no. anyone to say. No, not at all. So... He says that he says things about you should take get out your doggy bags and he's going to pick up the dog poop and you can take it home as a souvenir. It was really convoluted and really yeah, bad. That was um they can take out their doggy poop bags and mm-hmm. scrape up the big dog's excrements, plural excrements. Excrements. I'm not sure that's a thing. No. Nope. Uh, and take them home as souvenirs. That was a bad line. Yes. Uh, and he also threw to a little animation. That was on the Titantron, which was Roman Reigns' big dog logo, that growled and then barked like a chihuahua instead of a big dog. Yeah. And I will give credit to Corbin because he tried. Oh, yeah. He He really tried to make this good. And after it cut back after the animation, he, you know, he was imitating the bark that happened on the Tron. And that was the only bit of this promo that made me do a little... (laughs) And that was a little, like corner side smile after that but the rest of this promo was god awful there there were aspects of it that could have gone somewhere like the start of it where he was bigging up reigns like Mm -hmm. talking about how he was a role model he was a multi-time champion he was a universal champion he was this he was that he was everything and then just if you'd gone with that with corbin and then just smashed him down. And then his thing to the audience, calling them fickle, blood-sucking audience, only cares about one thing. That's what have you done for me lately. Mm-hmm. And if he'd just gone with that line, just kept on going with it. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying this is his fault. I'm saying if he'd gone with it, if they had let, if him, they had let him go, go with, with it, it yeah. it could have actually been, I think, really good. Yeah, I think it could have been a great promo. <clears> and but he did what he could with it. Yeah. And which was not much. I will say, uh, I, I think this got put somewhere. I can't remember. Uh, I think it might have been on Reddit, I saw it. But this very much felt like, this is a Vince promo. Yeah. And this is, funnily enough, I was saying to Ollie the other day that I was listening to that infamous John Moxley podcast on mm-hmm. Talk is Jericho when he's talking about the Pooper Scooper promo and all that stuff that he had to try and take out. This very much felt like another version of the Pooper Scooper promo. Yeah. Th- this was... The writers writing in these jokes and Vince going, oh, you got to say that. It's such good S word, etc. Mm, yeah. This very much felt like a Vince promo and it was really, really bad. I hated it. But that that was supposed to be it. And he, he called Roman out and he said, oh, but he's not here yet. Why isn't he here yet? The show has started. Yeah. Come on, Roman. Just makes him look bad as well. Um, that led to the main event of the night, which was King Corbin versus Roman Reigns, which was what was supposed to happen Um earlier in the uh, sorry last week yeah um this match was it was fine as yeah. in the actual in-ring action between corbin and roman was pretty good yeah absolutely i'd say that roman got a lot of offense in corbin you know uh, was hitting choke slams and a big deep six to go into an ad break and yeah. all that stuff but then mm-hmm. out comes bobbles rude <laughs> 
Bobbles. Bobbles Rude. And Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Now, unless I'm mistaken, and I'm pretty sure I'm not, they've not shown any sign of allegiance before this night. No, I, I don't remember seeing them doing that, to be honest. I mean, uh, I know they're kind of a bit heelish, obviously. They're, they're both heels. <laughs> exactly. But, but that's not really that's, a link. Yeah, you can't... It, it's not a case of the slightly higher up the card dude saying, well, I'm a heel, you two are heels. You're, you're basically my property now. Yeah, I own kind you of now. seems like what they've done. Yeah, absolutely that. They came out and ran interference in the match. Uh, they came out and immediately Roman took both of them out, yeah. which is like, what? So what's the point? What's the point in them being there? But that distraction allowed Corbin to gain control going into an ad break. And then afterwards, they got more interference, which led to Corbin hitting the end of days and winning the match against Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. So Corbin stood tall at the end. I I think Dolph Ziggler and... Robert Roode just kind of vanished yeah, after I've, the I've, match. Maybe they just rolled under the they ring. Thanos away. I don't know what they did, but they just kind of went. Yeah, they, were, they weren't a factor anymore. No. Uh, and Corbin just put on his little cape thing and was just celebrating on the stage to end the show. Mm. Which I did like. There was a nice... There, there was some nice imagery at the mm-hmm. end where um, I think Corbin has said at one point he's going to make Roman kneel. And there was a nice bit of imagery at the end where Corbin is standing at the end of the ramp, sort of, you know, I am the champion, look at me, la-di-da. And in the ring, Roman is legitimately kneeling, looking up at him, mm-hmm. which is nice imagery. Um, and I don't know if he... that was intentional or not, though. I wonder, yeah. Yeah. If not, then that went well. Then <laughs> Yeah, that, that went better than it could have. Yeah. Uh, I did not pick up on that imagery because I was a little bit too annoyed at this <laughs> I, I, may be giving, I may be giving WWE a bit too much credit. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I hope I'm not, because mm, I yeah. think if that's a kind of thing that they were going with, then that's grand. Big mm-hmm. fan. Love it. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, why, why, oh, why, oh, why is the mid-card vortex still a thing? Why does Baron Corbin have two lackeys that he's always in control of, and why... Are we going back to what they did before? He's yeah. done this with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. He's done this with Dolph and Drew, I want to say. Mm-hmm. He's done this with other people, I'm sure. Why do we keep go- keep going back to this? Especially because when Corbin was on top and having that never-ending feud with Seth, that's when the ratings tanked. That's yeah. when people stopped watching, and then... The authority came back and said, oh, it was all Corbin's fault. Mm-hmm. That's why the ratings have been bad, because of Corbin. It's all Corbin's fault. Screw you, Corbin, etc. You're bad. Get off our screens. Sounds and, like a conservative party. And, yeah, I know. And it's now... It's all Corbin's fault. <laughs> it's all Corbin's fault. And then they've just gone back to Corbin again. Yeah. So, what? I, j- I don't understand why they're going back to doing this again. I mean... Maybe, maybe I'll start really liking Robert Roode now, mm-hmm. and he'll escape the vortex and go on to greater things like Drew McIntyre did. Oh, wait. He didn't. Because mm. he's Drew McIntyre, and he's not done anything since, and he's amazing, and he should Bring be him back. the Universal Champion! Anyway, we've been saying, we, we've been saying sorry, that I'm not for, angry. God, how long have we been saying Drew McIntyre should be Universal Champion for? Oh, since he moved to the main roster. Yeah. Which was 2018. Something like that. 17. I, 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 I very much remember us having a conversation at about 11 o'clock p.m. when we went into KFC. 
mm-hmm. near where you used to live. Yeah. Talking about how Drew McIntyre right. should be Universal Champion. Yeah. Yeah. And literally, as soon as he came back to NXT, I was like, mm. good God, he's incredible. I mean, he oh, knew, yeah. I knew he was awesome anyways. But when he came back to NXT and became NXT Champion again, mm-hmm. I was like, wow. It is like, time. It, it is, is Drew so time. time. When he went up to the main roster, he aligned himself with Dolph Ziggler, and I was like, uh, okay, lose me a little bit, but maybe there's something here. Yeah. And McIntyre was always really protected in that tag team. I was like, right, as soon as they split, you know, McIntyre's going to go to the top. And he didn't. No. Anyway, we are getting sidetracked. We are. But I, I don't get the thought process of putting Corbin back in this sort of main event position because what he was doing before was working so well. Yeah, exactly. Have him go for some sort of mid-card feud. He had the thing with Shorty G. Give him someone else on kind of a mid-card level. Give him mm. a, a, an R. Lee or something like that. Exactly. Like, give, give him a, a... I mean, we don't want to necessarily ham up the whole your small thing, but give him someone a little bit lower, in, shorter in stature than him. Not too much. Don't make that the focus. Mm-hmm. But don't make him go after the people up at the top. Make him use that King of the Ring thing. Make him literally abuse the power he thinks he has. That's what mm-hmm. he does so well. Yeah. Exactly. Like you say, give him someone like Ali. Give him someone, I mean, goodness only knows, Mansoor even, I don't know. <laughs> you know, let's, let's big that guy up, remember? He does really well in Saudi Arabia. Um, but only yes. in Saudi Arabia. Because otherwise, yeah. he appears on NXT and loses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, give him someone like yeah. that. Uh, plus, I think that he and Ali would have really good in-ring stuff. I think so. Because Ali makes everyone look great. And yes. I think he could sell Corbin's offense so oh, yeah, well. Absolutely. So I, I think that would be a really good pairing. Mm-hmm. So I, I I just don't understand why we're back to where we were before. And I really hope that this is just for this week. And I yeah. know it's building to a Corbin-Roman feud. But I really hope this is just... This week it was... I, I think the, ma- the main problem with this week was that it was... Corbin opened the show. Corbin closed the show. Yeah. And they, they were both really uninspired pieces of booking. So when you bookend your show with something that's not very good, it's really going to impact and hamper the rest of the show. So while I think the rest of the show, spoilers, we're going to talk about the rest of the show, was pretty decent to good. I'd say mm. most of it was all right. I've just got that sour taste in my mouth because you go back to the episode and you start and end with something that's pretty poor. You're like, ugh. And it's it just really weighs sh- you down. It's, it's such a shame that they weren't particularly inspiring, but it just it just wasn't his fault. I know. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's the worst thing. It's not Corbin. No. It's just the content and the stuff that he's being delivered. So is WWE overexposing Corbin again? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I really hope they don't go back down the same route. I really, really don't want them to go back to where it was. It would be such a great shame if they did. Such a great shame when they've built him to what he is and he has this opportunity to use what he has in the role that he has just carved out for himself so well. Mm -hmm. Just that, not the slimy, smarmy heel, but the. Look at me, I'm the big man, and you're the little man, mm-hmm. and I will crush you under my boot because you're a peasant. Yeah. Kind of heel. Yeah. And that's fine. And that doesn't have to literally be about size. No, that's more it about stature yeah. than anything exactly. else. As in not physical stature, yeah. but status. Status. Exactly. English. God my brain. You're getting there. Your words are getting oh, you're getting man. closer. Yeah, I know they are. So yeah, if it's more like I am a king, you are not a king, mm-hmm. therefore I'm better than you. Exactly. Is great. That's fine. He's Corbin so can that. make that work. That's great. Don't put him back to what he was doing before because yeah. now he's just the same Baron Corbin but with a crown.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's get into your Susu Super Chats. Uh, we've got a whole one about King Corbin from mm-hmm. Sterling Van, who said, WWE, have Roman lose clean? You had Walter on the show. Then again, it's not like Roman could get his win back. I want to like Roman more. Honestly, I really, really don't... I don't mind Roman at all at this point. I think he's completely fine. He's not been vying for any top titles for quite a while. Nope. I think if he does vie for another top title soon, that'll be fine. I think give Fiend like a couple of feuds... Like, I, it, he set up one on this show, that which should be a good one. Oh, yeah. Have him win that one, have him win maybe a couple more, and maybe when we're getting into Mania season, you can have Reigns go for the top title, and I think that'll be enough time for where people are like, oh, that's okay, Ray, Roman can go for the top title because he's not had mm. one since, you know, whenever it was he won the last one. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm I'm not on the Roman hate train anymore. No. I, I'm really not. Not at all, so, not at all. Yeah, I, I, I think having him lose clean is fine. Yeah, exactly. But maybe not. And you say clean. It was with distraction from Corbin. But he did hit the end of days and win. Yeah. No one gets um, out of that. We got some other miscellaneous SmackDown <coughs> ones here. Sterling Van again said, This week really seems to make SmackDown look so lackluster despite having the Fiend go after Daniel Bryan. This should be such a big deal of a show. That's true. I will say, yeah, mm. the, the Fiend stuff that did happen, which we'll talk about later, um... It didn't, yeah, it didn't really feel like the main talking point of the show, which it really no, should have. No, it, it very much should have, because there's so much going on in that, uh, a, a varying amount of levels. Um, obviously, we're going to get into that later, but it's, it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel as exciting as it should, even though it is exciting. Mm. It just kind of, it, it didn't get a lot of air, it didn't get a lot of, of screen time, which you can understand that, you know, mm-hmm. he's a hit and run kind of guy when it comes to, you know, who he's going to 
mandible claw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can see what you mean. It kind of feels a bit, oh, and that was there as well. Yeah, which when you have Corbin into long segments, you'd think you could maybe give him one of those. Yeah. Take out the promo at the start, have that time on something else. Yeah. Maybe build up The Fiend a bit more. Maybe put The Fiend segment as the main event bit that's not that a backstage nice. segment. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Shrimper Jr. said, uh, I'm not a boxing fan. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm not a boxing fan, so I do not get or care about Tyson Fury doing anything. Maybe <laughs> booking an, an inexperienced wrestler in a match that highlighted his weaknesses had something to do with it. Yeah, his match at Crown Jewel was... Oh, dear. <clears throat> not good. Yeah, no, it's... um, I've seen better matches. I've seen yeah. many, many, just so, so countless better matches yeah. Yeah. than that. Um, Who'd have thought? That a guy who's just started wrestling training mm-hmm. isn't ready to wrestle yet. Yeah, and isn't ready to hang with like the biggest member of the roster. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, we'll do one more for now before we get into the rest of the show. Venom Kitetsu just says bubbles, laughing emoji. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. Bubbles rude. Oh, I think you said bubbles. 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 Ru- bubbles. bubbles. Bubbles rude. Bubbles. Yeah. I mean. Um, you understand that that is now going to be the thing I call him, and not even on purpose. It's just going to be in my head now, mm-hmm. and he's just going to be Bubbles Rude. Bubbles Rude, that's his name. Always has been. <laughs> Don't know what you're on about. Anyway, let's get into the main show, shall we? So, as we said, the video... uh, Well, the the actual show opened up with a video recap of NXT's Invasion of SmackDown last week. Yes. Which kind of built my hopes up. It was like, oh, they're still continuing this. Maybe NXT is going to be here. And Uh they sort of were. Yeah. Get into it later. Uh, Then we had that King Corbin promo that we spoke about. Uh Uh-huh. And then we get backstage. (laughs) This is one of the best things of the night. Biggie and Kofi Kingston are backstage with Kayla Braxton... Uh, they've got their uh, tag team title match later on the night against uh-huh. the Revival. And um, Big E, uh, sorry, Kayla Braxton said, I hear you've got a message for your your fa- fa- fallen brother, did she yeah, say? Uh, fallen I think she soldier, your, something like that. I can't that. remember exactly what she said. It was yeah. something like that with yeah. Xavier Woods. And uh, Big E just goes, yes, don't drop the soap. <laughs> Which is and, a good line. And just completely deadpan. And, and Kofi's like, well, 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 He... Makes a lot of syllables, um, <laughs> and he's like, you know, he's he's not in jail, right? You know that, you know that Xavier, he's injured, he's in hospital, he's not in jail. At which point, Big E comes out. I was not expecting this. It was I was not expecting Big E to come out with, and in just the way he said it as well. He just goes, he didn't do the embezzlement. <laughs> <laughs> the embezzlement. The embezzlement. Do the embezzlement. <laughs> just. Layers of words that don't go together. No, really. It was great. But it was beautiful and just he looked genuinely puzzled. Yeah. It was by great. This, by this revelation. Uh Kofi then was like, let's just get on the topic at hand. And yeah. he puts over the revival saying they've been, you know, they're they're great champions. They've fought and scratched mm. to be tag team champions and but they've been going around saying that they're the ones who've been putting Xavier out and him and Biggie have a little like <laughs> off for a little bit. <laughs> About, uh, about five minutes of that. Yeah. Uh, they say they need a seventh title reign. Otherwise, how are they going to catch up with Charlotte Flair? Yeah, Big E is just like about really outraged. Like, we need to catch up with Charlotte. And yeah. Kofi kind of just goes, oh, yeah, actually, she is pulling away, she isn't is she? She is pulling away, yeah. Um, and they say they're doing it for their boy Xavier Woods. They've got uh, armbands yeah. on with uh, XW. XW on it for Xavier Woods. 
and then they go, we're going to become the seven-time WWE World Tag Team uh-huh. Champions, and then they get really excited, and Big E just kind of grabs Kayla's head and just kind of hugs it, her. It's, it starts out as a hug, and he time. just starts cradling her head a little bit. <laughs> and the beauty of it is, she looks like she's just loving life. Yeah. I mean, so would, he, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, imagine like they're divvying up who's going to interview who at the start of the show. It's like, yeah. Kayla, you get the new day. She's like, yes. Yes, new day. Um, so yeah, they start screaming in happiness and stuff. Uh-huh. And then I wrote, these guys are nuts. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then after an ad break, I think we come back and it is New Day versus The Revival for the SmackDown Tag yes, Team Championships. <clears throat> um, just a tiny little note that I that I saw. Dash Wilder, when he comes out, he doesn't high five, goes to high five a fan, just fakes him out and then just shakes his wet hair on them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you're such a heel. Love I that. love you, Dash Wilder. Love that. Um, Kofi started this match off really quickly, just rolling Dawson up loads and loads yeah, of times. Really, really hot starts. Um, Dash Wilder does a fake knee injury spot where he he like kind of lands. He's like, oh, my knee, yeah. my knee, all oh, that really hurt. And then he goes for like a leapfrog, lands and goes, oh, and then he like collapses down and he's holding mm. his knees going, no, I can't do it. And Biggie's kind of standing off just like, oh. Uh, he, 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 it, it started like completely innocuously. I think he mm-hmm. was just doing a, a, um, a rope, a rope move. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just he, was, he was just running and... His 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 knee just goes. Yeah, and you see it go, and he's just running, and he hasn't taken a bump, he hasn't taken a hit, he's not going for anything. It just goes. Yeah, and it's been so long since I've seen this happen that I was I genuinely didn't even consider that it was there was a, a spark. It's a ruse. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I genuinely thought, oh, something's happened there. Yeah, exactly. And then they go, oh well, we'll try and figure this out. What's going on? We're uh, ad break. Mm. And they, yeah. they cut to an ad break, and they come back, and Dash Wilder's fine. Yeah. Oh, what happened with that? Well, during the ad break, let's yeah. show you a replay of what happened, because Dash Wilder, it was all a ruse. It was all a he, trap to lure in Biggie. He, he got up, and he hit him, mm-hmm. and that was the ruse, everyone. Cool. It's if you're going to do these mm. spots, maybe pay them off on TV. Yeah, exactly. That was the thing about it. Like, it was, we, we found out about it on a replay. Yeah, just isn't great. No, not because really. it's a bit jarring when you see him down. You're like, oh, he might, he might really be injured, and then you come mm. back from an air break. He's like, and he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, what happened? And um, again, it's it's, yeah. noth- it's nothing on Dash Wilder. It's, oh no, definitely it's not. It's literally the, on the producers, the, the, the televising. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> this was a taped show. Yeah. Maybe put an ad break in a different place. I yeah, don't know. Exactly. Just saying. Um, but you come back from the ad break. Biggie uh, gets a hot tag to Kofi. Does a big belly to belly and gets a hot uh-huh. tag. He runs wild. He misses a trouble in paradise. There's a big superplex and a splash that Biggie yeah, has to I break really up. Yeah, I really quite like that. Which was a cool Top spot. Top superplex. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the SOS for a near fall. There was a big uppercut German thing for a near fall on Biggie. Yeah. There was some a re- really du- nice spots, honestly. Double DDT off the second rope mm. for some vintage autumn uh, revival. Yep. Uh, which was nice. FTRKO. Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. Um, and then Biggie counters the shatter machine. They they lift him up for it, but he lands on his feet and grabs uh, Wilder's feet. Yeah. Uh, Kofi then takes out Dawson. Biggie holds up Wilder in kind of like a spine buster position, and then Kofi hits a trouble in paradise and then just pins him yeah. and gets the win. Cool. Nice uh, team win. New day. Seven-time champions. Seven-time champs. I mean, it... It was a decent match, honestly. It's the it's the oh, I be- it was a really good match. it's the best that the revival have looked in quite some time. It's, yeah, it's the best that they it's the most they've been able to do in a match for quite some time, which was nice. Mm. I I, think um, it, I genuinely think this is a really good match. Mm. You had everything that these teams are really good at. You've got this kind of nasty heelish skullduggery from 
uh, revival mm-hmm. doing their thing, even though we had to see them on replay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, you had Kofi getting all hot tags here, there, and everywhere. He was doing his high flying stuff, which is nice to see. Yeah. Um, Big E was. He's, he's he was Big there, e, isn't he? Yeah. He's just Big E. He throws yeah. people around a bit. Yeah. It's quite fun. Um, yeah, they all kind of did what they were really good with. Um, it was a good match. Really I'd good match. say, yes, it was a good match. Why can't the Revival ever had a, have a feud? Yeah. I really wish that the Revival had lost the championships as part of a feud. Uh, or they like they just built this feud up more. Because there wasn't really a feud for this. It was like, New Day won an eight-man tag match, so mm. they get a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Yeah. And the Revival have done nothing with the belts. They've barely been featured. So, I don't know. I, 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 I just wish. Plus, <clears throat> this now means that Survivor Series, it's going yes. to be Viking Raiders versus Undisputed Era versus New Day. And honestly, as much as I love the New Day, I'm not as excited as I was because I wanted the Revival to be in that match. Yeah, I'd have quite, I'd have quite preferred to see the Revival in that match. Again, yeah. again, nothing against the New Day for it. They're obviously going to put on a great show when mm-hmm. it happens. But I just, I'm with you on this. I kind of wanted to see the revival more yeah. in that one. Yeah, which was a bit of a, a sour note. But hey, yeah, new day of champs. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, I noted at this point, why does the crowd sound muted? They're like really, really quiet throughout this whole show, and I don't think it's the crowd somehow. Because generally, UK crowds are quite loud. Yeah. Generally. So I don't know whether this is just Manchester being really quiet or they've, like, turned them down or something. There was instances of uh, sound being added in throughout the show, and it was really obvious. Like, when Corbin cut his take your dog poop home for a souvenir line, suddenly it was, like, really loud. And it was like, well, they clearly weren't making any sort of noise close to that. Yeah. But, you know. It just seemed very weird that they almost like seemed to mute them because they were, they were very quiet throughout the whole show. Yes, yeah, they kind of were. Strange. It was it was odd. If anyone was there, yeah, please let us, know. let us know in the chat. See if there was anything that were you quiet, were you loud? I don't know. Um, then we cut to backstage. We've got Daniel Bryan who's backstage. Sami Zayn comes into chat to him and he's saying mm. he continues the storyline they were building from a couple of weeks ago yeah. saying that uh, the offer he gave to him to join sides with him and he was saying Shinsuke and I guess Cesaro's now with him which yeah. hasn't been built at all I don't quite know how that's happened mm. um, I don't know what kind of mystical powers Sami Zayn has gained he now just has followers yep. it would seem which I mean, I'm okay with Shinsuke's totally been built yep, that's fine I see champ he's doing alright Cesaro is also there now. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't mind. I love Cesaro. Uh, yeah. And he's saying Shinsuke and Cesaro better than they've ever been. And he said, they've got a tag match later tonight and you should come to ringside so you can see what I can do for you, what we can do together. And yeah. all that stuff. Really trying to put over that he wants Brian to join his side. Mm. Cool stuff. Love Sami Zayn. Yeah, I'm all about that. Uh, then, Heavy Machinery come out for a tag team match. Ooh. Says they're in tag team action next. But before the match can get underway... Suddenly, oh yes, there's an Imperium in the ring. Yeah, suddenly they're all there. The gang is all here. Oh yeah, Walter and Wolf and Bartel and Eichner. Yeah, they're, they're all, all there. there, and they're just beating on heavy machinery. And I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I NXT was, I was UK in the UK. Excited to see this. I thought this is fantastic. Big fan, and it lasted all of ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, it did. Super cool to see. NXT UK faction yes. in UK, it makes you know storyline sense, and I guess they're inserting themselves on the NXT side of the invasion stuff, yes. which is cool. Um, but yeah, they kind of beat up Heavy Machinery for a bit, 
don't really do much. They just kind of do a generic beatdown. It wasn't yeah. any big, big like Walter Chops or anything like that. Yeah, there wasn't, kind anything, of a, there wasn't a, anything standout about it, apart from like, that they were there. Yeah, and then the New Day came out. The New Day came out to make the save, yeah. and they had with them the group of uh, Ollie mm-hmm. and Shorty G, who of course have their tag team action. Both up. on Team Hogan, because yes. that, apparently that's carrying on. And Apollo Crews was there also. I'm not sure why. He's just there. He was just there. Yeah. It was nice to see him. Sure. I guess. Yeah. You know, to show he is actually but still there. Yeah. I don't really know why he was there, but, you know. Hey-ho. Cool, sure, whatever. Yep. Uh, um, they all ran out, and then Imperium ran off. Yeah, Imperium ran away. Yeah. They retreated very quickly. Very quickly. It was which, it was a very rushed segment. It which, was was not the greatest debut I've ever seen for a faction because Imperium are really, really cool, really dominant, and they come in and they do a little beatdown and then they get scared away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> for for starters with this, I was really excited to see, obviously, like yourself, NXT UK coming in. Um, and like you say, aligning themselves, it would seem, with the NXT mm-hmm. thing. And what that kind of gave me was this impression almost of like... Raw and SmackDown, I know that obviously NXT and NXT UK come under the same banner, Mm -hmm. but it almost seemed like it's now a two-pronged attack. Mm, It's now, oh, damn, NXT UK are also here. Yeah. And they are also going to attack. Yeah. And it's kind of like Raw is being surrounded by SmackDown, NXT, and now NXT UK. SmackDown is being surrounded by Raw, NXT, and NXT UK, whereas NXT and NXT UK kind of on the same side with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It just added this new like dimension to this invasion thing, yeah. which I really enjoyed, and I liked that that was a part of it. It just didn't really last as long yeah. as it should have. What it- I would really like to see is if someone's going to come in and make the save, make it a couple of the sort of lower carders and just have them fail. Mm-hmm. Have them try and come in and make the save and just get joined in and getting beaten up. Then have the New Day come out. Then have the numbers game. You know, Imperium are smart people as a faction. Mm-hmm. They're going to look at it and say, okay, suddenly the numbers are too much. We can't take this. Now yeah. we retreat. And I also would have <clears throat> liked it if it had been more of a tactical retreat that they yes. kind of walk off and they're smiling and they yeah. walk off and look cool. They just kind of ran. Yeah, away. they kind of just bundled out. They were just like, oh, we can't win this. Let's go. Yeah. And then they kind of ran away and looked scared, which was a bit weird. Exactly. Um, so super cool to see them. Mm-hmm. And. They did tape Raw on the same night as SmackDown, which was a weird choice, but sure. So prepare for a super dead crowd on Monday. Um, And I'm not going to get into spoilers here, but their Imperium do feature in some fashion on Raw as well. So, like, yay, a sort of follow-up, but also not. I don't know how to feel about this. I think I'm going to have to wait till Raw. I haven't seen any other spoilers about Raw. Don't post any in the chat, because that's bad. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, But then after that, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks are backstage uh, having an interview. They say they're the people who put the women's division on the map. And they say that uh, Bailey says that last week, uh, uh, Becky and Shayna, who had their really cool interview segment on Raw, said that they just keep an eye on Bailey. And she goes, yeah, Yeah. damn right they will. I'm the only person who's held the Raw, SmackDown and NXT Women's Championships. I'm like, that's a really cool line. I really like heel Bailey. Yeah. And she's saying like, yeah, they're keeping an eye on me. They should be more than just keeping an eye on me. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I'm really enjoying heel Bailey, especially with heel Sasha being like, yeah, around the side. Exactly. Um, yeah. One thing, Bailey saying that Shayna's um, attacks uh, or attack, I should say, um, was a sign of her trying to be relevant, mm-hmm. which was bold. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, because she was asked, do you think this is a sign of things to come at Survivor Series? She said, it's not a sign of things to come. It's a sign of her trying to show how she's relevant, mm-hmm. which, you know, she is. Let's be real. I mean, she's <laughs> not on the main roster. True. But, you know, NXT Women's Champion as well. I can see where she's coming. It's, it's a nice line for, for Heel Bailey to have. For I'm sure. Calling her Heel Bailey. She's, I'm not going to say that. She's just Bailey. But she's. Oh, she's, no, no. No, she's, she's so not that much, anymore. No, she's, she's way, she's way not higher. Just Bailey. She's way higher. She, she is. Heel Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was it was a nice nice little uh, backstage interview segment. Yeah, um, it was pretty solid. Sa- Sasha saying that the NXT women may think they're good, but they'll always be in the shadow of her and Bailey, mm-hmm. as will Nikki. Yeah, which is good because it built uh-huh. to the Sasha Banks Nikki cross match <coughs> that happened later in the night. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, really nice. There <laughs> <laughs> we get this next bit. Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro versus Shorty Giannale. Shinsuke's entrance started. Sami Zayn is an absolute gift. Oh, yeah. He is the gift that just keeps on giving because when Shinsuke's music hits, he acts uh-huh. like he's in a bloody mosh pit. Yep. He is going insane. Yeah. Li- I'm not going to do it because I think my head would explode, but yes. he is shaking around. He's oh, throwing yeah. his arms around. He's doing so much to try and hype up this entrance. He is the greatest. Oh, yeah. You thought that when he debuted with the whole John Cena open challenge, you think that was a lot of arm movement and that was what dislocated his damn shoulder. Yeah. This, like... I don't even know how to describe it. He looks like he's playing charades and he's trying to be an octopus. <laughs> Limbs all over the place. It was, <clears throat> it's, it's, so it's a thing of beauty. It's a funny. thing of beauty. Sami Zayn <clears throat> is a genius and I love him. Yeah. Um, but then as this match starts with Nakamura and Cesaro versus Shorty G and Ali, mm. Daniel Bryan comes out onto the stage he does. to actually watch the match, which is mm-hmm. what Zayn asked of him earlier, which is cool to see. Yeah. Uh, as the bell rings... A huge uppercut from Cesaro. Yeah. He, like, collapsed onto Ali. Literally went and just like, oh, God, I'm going to fall on you. Sorry. And just, boom. Yeah. Straight up. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they started building up to a hot tag spot pretty much immediately. I was like, yeah. beat him down a bit more first. But that's a nitpick because this match was actually really, really fun. Yeah, it was. Really nice spots in this one. There was one where Shorty G just did a belly-to-belly suplex to Shinsuke just out, out of, of the, the ring. ring. Like He just grabbed him and went, see you later. <laughs> and you're gone that And way. bye. Um, so yeah, he literally like just threw him out the ring. There was yeah. a massive pop-up uppercut to Shorty G, which I always love to see because oh, it's yeah. such a cool just move. Just show of strength from Cesaro all over the yeah. place. There was one where he caught Ali yeah. and then transitioned it into a backbreaker. Exactly. Oh, that's so so cool. Um, Shinsuke then went for a keen shasa against Ali and just ran into a super kick that looked so oh, good. Yeah. He ate that super he kick. He absolutely ate it. It was so, so cool. But then Zayn runs interference uh-huh. as he is one to do. And then Shinsuke hits the keen shasa and picks up the win. Yes. Which was cool. And then Daniel Bryan's on the stage and he is thinking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of thinking for Daniel Bryan. Mm. Oh, yes. He was deep in thought for a lot of this episode. He was. And, like, you've got you've got Shinsuke and you've got Cesaro and you've got Sammy sort of going, all right, come on, come celebrate with us. And Shinsuke, I think, is kind of with it. Cesaro kind of looks like he wasn't told that this was happening. Yeah. Which is kind of makes sense because we weren't 
told really that he was part no, of this. No, no, but he is now. Yeah. Um, and Sa- Sammy's like gesturing to, to Daniel, Daniel, Brian to be like, come on, come down, come and celebrate with us. Look what we can do. We're cool. And Daniel, Brian is like thinking, thinking, nah, walks off. And then he just walks to the back. And just, for all the excitement, for all the flailing and happy times Sammy had at the beginning of this match, he looked devastated. He looked so distraught. So crestfallen. I Genuinely, Sammy Zane is one of my favorite people on the planet. He is... He's, I've always, always loved Sammy Zane. An incredible performer. Yeah. Like, he's so good. Um, yeah, he looks absolutely crestfallen. Everyone looks a little bit disappointed. Oh, shucks. We yeah. wanted Brian. But Sammy's like, ah, it's fine. We'll talk to him later. Yeah, just, he, he, he doesn't. He, know, needed, he knows this yeah, isn't over. Yeah, yeah. He's he's talked about how he thinks he needed to give Daniel Bryan more time, mm-hmm. and you think you're getting now to the point where he's like, no, 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 no. We need to move on this. So yeah. we can expect to see more of that later. Exactly. Um, then we get the uh, pre-advertised women's match of Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross. Yes. Bailey's on commentary for this, who did an outstanding oh, job. Oh God, Bailey on commentary. I. I saw I saw someone talking about how she's got like this monotone down to a fine art and it's really good. It's fantastic. <laughs> she yeah. just given that it's her best friend Sasha Banks wrestling, she could not sound any more like she just doesn't really care, mm. but she's okay with that. Yeah. And she, you know, she's always got this kind of downtrodden vibe to her and mm. she's got some great responses to people oh, yeah. like Corey and Cole who keep saying things to her. And be- for the longest time, it was a really nice show of consistency here because for the longest time, Corey has always said, Bailey needs to show her mean streak because mm. Bailey, you know, she's too happy and friendly with the kids and, you know, she's a role model, sure, but she's taking her yeah. eye off the ball and all that stuff. And Bailey was really annoyed with Corey because she's like, yeah. I'm doing everything you told me to do and you still don't like me. Yeah, exactly. And it was literally this really nice show of consistency through her whole character and mm-hmm. she really had some, like, fiery responses to Corey. It was really, really cool. Yeah, th- um, th- the interplay between those two was really quite nice. Mm, it was fantastic. Um, <laughs> one thing just before this match got underway, though, was uh, as they were introducing Bailey on commentary, her theme's playing, she comes and sits down, mm. and um, Michael Cole just goes in a very serious tone. He goes, well, regardless, it's boss time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come on, Cole! You can't do that! God. But it was boss time. It was indeed She's boss time. She's got new music. She's got new music. She came out to her original music. Mm. Uh, she came out and she came onto the stage, and just before she did her whole slidey thing that she does you know it's with difficult the, for you with to do hands. that in a chair in a chair uh, it's difficult for me to do that anyway but yes, you know the chair doesn't um, help so a lot of spotlights come down and converge on her and mm. her music changes yes. and it's now got snoopy snoopy dog in it he he does the you things you cannot get away with saying that i totally can and i just did until you, cannot, you brought it you, up you cannot get away with saying the word dog with a w in it dog no d-a-w-g Anyway, Snoop Dogg has done the new music for Sasha Banks, yeah. which is cool. I think cousin, I want to say. Snoop Dogg's yeah. cousin, I think she is. So, yeah. sounds He's in familiar. the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He, he did her entrance for WrestleMania 32. Yes, it, yes it absolutely. Into the ring. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's done new music for Sasha, which sounds aight. It's a bit more heelish, very much slowed down. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of it's more of a remix of her old one as well, mm. um, because at various points it will come in with like the old lyrics from her original yeah. song. Yeah, it's good. Sounds cool. Um, We get a video recap of that women's title match last week, including Shayna's interference again. Mm. Um, But then, during the match itself, 
uh, Nikki Cross starts attacking Sasha on the outside of the ring. Yeah. And then she runs straight over to Bailey and just starts just wailing starts on Just wailing on, on Bailey. Yeah. For, just from, like, you could expect there's going to be a bit of inter- Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. You, you could ca- expect. You carry on. That, I will, thanks. <laughs> you could expect that there was going to be a bit of interplay, interplay, uh, fighting between Bailey and Nikki. It just kind of still came out of the middle of nowhere. It was like, oh, yeah. suddenly Nikki's killing Bailey. Yeah. And she really wasn't. I just quite like, she just like threw her out of the way, stole her headset, and yelled something completely unintelligible. <laughs> I, to this day, have no idea what she said. Yeah, couldn't tell But you. the crowd loved it. Yeah, it was great. Um, well, she made. Did, she, did I think hear right that she made her main roster debut in Manchester? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was like this time last year. I yeah, think, exactly. When she when she first debuted um, with Sanity, remember that group? <sighs> weren't they good? Don't 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 hurt my poor little heart by weren't mentioning they great? Sanity. Um, but then, of course, Nikki Cross paid for going after Bailey yes. because Bailey then ran interference again to give Sasha the control in the match. Can we just talk about how? When that was when that was done, and Bailey came out to commentary, how disgusted she was at the headset. Like Nikki Cross has won this. Can we get a new one, please? I, I saw that and I forgot to make a note of it. She was literally like wiping the yeah. headset down. She's like, "Oh, Nikki Cross cooties!" Like, "Oh, disgusting." It was really funny. Um, yeah. Then after Cross makes a comeback, she does a lot of yeah. Nikki Cross bodies. Uh, so uh, five, I counted. I think. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Um, and then, but Banks rolled through a crossbody and locked yeah. in the bank statement briefly before there was a little sequence of roll-ups, which is a really nice, like, mm. back and forth, back and forth roll-up kind of sequence. Uh, but then Banks, just one clean, she hit a backstabber, locked in the back statement, and... Nikki tapped. Nikki tapped. So, cool. Yeah. I'm all right with that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think Sasha is probably the bigger star than Nikki right now. And, yeah. And I think it's fine for her to win clean because I think this kind of builds more to... Because uh, I think they said in the show as well that Sasha's going to captain the SmackDown women's yes, team at she is. Survivor Series. And this was her first uh, match back. Her first match back after Helena Cell. It yeah. would have been odd if she'd have lost this one. Exactly, yeah. So Much I, as I love Nikki, and you'll know I love Nikki, um, it would have been odd for Sasha to lose this one. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm totally okay with it. But yeah. then, and then, but then... Ah, but yeah. But wouldn't then. you know it, uh, well, ba- ba- Bailey, Bailey comes in. Two. Yes, exactly. She came in and started attacking down Nikki again, Uh being all Bailey. Yep. And then, wouldn't you know it, it's Shayna Baszler. She's back. Again. So she's doing a little more than just keeping an eye on Bailey. No, she's trying to break her. Yeah. I think. Well, sort of. She comes in and does her big gut-wrenchy thingy. And then just walks off. I, I yeah, really would have liked it if she'd have done a bit more, like beating down or like, I know, did a little like arm bar snap spot or mm. something a little bit more. Yeah. But I mean, it was still all right. Um, yeah, she still like made a presence known. Exactly. And then because Sasha was away walking up the ramp, she didn't realize in time. So yeah. then as Baser walked off, that's when Banks came back. So those who didn't interact, which I thought mm. was nice because um, it kind of solidifies that Baser is going for um, Bailey, Bailey and not Banks because yeah. then I think it would get a bit muddled with the stories yeah. but um, yeah I, I, I still in, thoroughly enjoy seeing Baszler on the main roster yeah it's um, always really nice to see again would have liked a bit more in terms of offense but it was still fine yeah um, but then we're backstage again Sami Zayn's talking to Daniel Bryan just mm-hmm. saying you know more of more of the same being like, look, we already know what your answer is going to be. So yeah. why didn't you just come out and say it? We know that you want to be on my side. Yeah, because he's saying I'm like, great. oh, you should have come down to celebrate with us. Like he said, 
before I've I've said that I've I need I know I need to give you time, but now I think it's the opposite. I don't need to give you time. I can see in your eyes like you know the answer. You know what you want to say. So just and the lights start flickering. Yeah, so and the, just and, say it. And the lights flicker and they kind of go weird. Yeah. So why don't you just say your answer? And I was like, I know what the lights flickering means. So did I. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, you have firsthand experience of what lights flickering means at, at Wrestle Talk. So you know because you were the friend i'm the friend yeah there's nothing wrong with me nothing totally wrong at all oh. totally fine um yeah so then the lights started flickering they continue with their conversation stop it <laughs> and then the lights <laughs> properly yep. went out in comes the fiend who appears behind daniel bryan sammy zane's kind of looking around sees him and just goes ah and just runs off I have, I have which made, is great i have made a note loving zane's little oh <laughs> before he just goes he just ran yeah. bolted brian was like what are you running from and then turned round straight into a mandible claw uh-huh. uh he claws brian to the ground and brian versus fiend feud Ooh. yes please i'm all about that totally all for that that would be great like i was saying to you earlier i would have i obviously was not as soon as the lights start flickering you know the fiends out and about mm-hmm. uh, but before that started like I had no notion of the fact that the thing was going to appear at that time mm-hmm. and I was already happy with just any storyline including Daniel Bryan Sami Zayn possibly Nakamura and Cesaro mm. like with those four together I'm like I'm set with this like you could go for a couple of months at least with that yeah, and I'd be more than happy to see some interplay between those and then the feed comes on like yeah I'm already sold yeah <laughs> I, I think the moral of the story is we just love Daniel Bryan. Yes. I think that's what it is. Yes, we um, do. And, and yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy the idea of this feud as well because it still plays off the past because obviously Daniel yep. Bryan was a member of the Wyatt family. He was, yeah. So it still plays off the thing that The Fiend's going after everyone who's kind of wronged him in his past and all that mm. stuff. So, yeah, I think it still really, really works. Yeah. And I, re- I, aside from the whole Cesaro's here now part of the story, still thoroughly enjoying the Brian... Uh, Sami Zayn interactions and where that story's going as well so yeah. maybe now Brian's going to be like I don't know if I can take on The Fiend by myself I might need some backup here so maybe that's why he decides to side with Sami Zayn and join yeah. that little and posse <clears throat> so many ways in which that can then spiral off in and of itself you know, he can try and join it but then at the, at the same time with The Fiend lurking around you can potentially have Sami going oh hell no I want no part of this exactly yeah yeah maybe now Brian's like yeah totally I'm on your side and Sami's like ha nope <laughs> not anymore See you later. Nakamura, hide behind Cesaro, hide behind anything he can because he plays a heel really well as well. He does, yeah. Or even if if Brian does join them, then that means that the Fiend can run through Cesaro and Zayn and Nakamura to get to Brian, which I think would also be very, very fun. That would be lovely. Um, So yeah, totally in for that feud. I just wish it felt like a bit more of a bigger deal because this was a backstage Mm. segment. It's the first time, I think, that the Fiend has done a proper, like, just an assault backstage like a proper like oh i'm here backstage kind of thing so i think having this in the ring maybe uh, maybe immediately after that tag team match brian's on the stage lights cut out fiend Fiend comes in mandible claw yeah i think that probably would have been a better way to do it just so the live crowd could see the fiend Mm. get that over a bit more but that is a nitpick because i'm still thoroughly excited i mean this is very much just the start of something they can bring that in let them have that you know yeah. Just happy that it's happening. Absolutely, yeah. Um, then we get a video <coughs> recap of Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman and what happened at Saudi Arabia. Please, uh-huh. God, can we leave this in Saudi Arabia? Apparently I wish we not. Could. Um, his uh, Tyson Fury's hometown is Manchester, yeah. so I get totally get why they wanted to have him on the show. Nice that he didn't come out with stupid music. 
Yep. And then... And then. So Fury gets the crowd rolled up, being like, oh, Manchester. I'm yeah. from Manchester. Blah, fine. blah, blah. Sure, that's fine. No Whatever. That. And he says he's got unfinished business with Braun Strowman. Girl, he's very angry. Let, let's get him out here. Braun comes out. Braun. Blah, 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 comes in. You wanted me. Here I am. And then Fury just goes, you know, we're really good friends, you and I. Did we just become best friends they, they out of nowhere? They, they stepbrothersed it. Yeah, they because really did. Tyson Fury drops all kind of anger and just like, firstly, I'd like to say in a Manchester accent that I can't do. Yeah. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you very much for the opportunity in Saudi Arabia. One of the best matches I've ever had. Really enjoyed it. So thank you. Yeah. And then he puts his hand out and I was like, oh, this is a nice little like dynamic. I was like, yeah. oh, so Fury's going to like fake him out and punch him or like Strowman's going to like smack his hand away and be like, no, I want another match or whatever. Yeah. Braun stuff. Nope. No hesitation. Braun just shakes his straight hands. for the shake, handshake. And then they just shake, smiling at each other. Yeah. Just break hands. like, yeah, it was a really good match. Was it? Yeah. You did knock me out. Wasn't that great? Yeah. But then we're not finished. We're no. not finished. There's more. Because then Tyson Fury says... I think he says when we fight. Is it, is I think if, he said if. He says if we fight again, it should be as a tag team. God almighty, please no. Which again, Braun was super up for immediately. Yes, great idea. Yeah. What is happening? Love How? that idea. Why has Braun forgotten th- what happened at Crown Jewel? Where did this come from? I don't know. <laughs> why is any of this happening? I, I, I Why? Why can't you have consistency in characters? I don't understand. Why is Braun in a tag team now with Tyson Fury? Like, we've I don't just, get it. We've just been talking about how Bailey had years of consistency of Corey Graves talking her down about the way she wrestled. Mm-hmm. And that now comes back. And then in the same breath, we mentioned this absolute monstrosity <laughs> of a storyline. <laughs> so uh, I, I put storyline in just many quotes. Storyline. Loads of air and, quotes. And... <clears throat> not even what followed could save this segment because what followed was gold. This because was fantastic. I can't remember which of them says it. I can. No, no. I don't know why I raised of, my out hand. Out of Braun and um, Fury. I think it was Braun. Was saying like, bit. no one, the problem is, the problem is, me old mate, you know, problem is. Yeah, problem, problem is, is, mate. Like they're talking about a loose bit of guttering. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, no one in the back is stupid enough to come out and challenge us. And then... At which point, the B-team's music hits, and Curtis Axel says the greatest thing he's ever said in his life, which was, Hey, we're stupid enough. <laughs> we're stupid enough to fight you. Yeah. And then Bo Dallas kind of comes in and he says, No, 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 no. That, that's, not, that's not what he meant to say. That came out wrong. I think what he meant to say was, The B in B-team stands for fearless. <laughs> just... just both of those lines are comedic gold. Beautiful. So funny. Yeah. And then, but then, you know, obviously. And, and obviously then they get murdered. They get murdered. Um, Braun just hits them to the outside. <coughs> Shoulder barges them a lot. Fury knocks one of them out with a terrible punch. Yeah. And then Strowman hits a power slam. And oh. Tyson Fury and, and Braun Strowman are a tag team, I guess. And I wrote, yeah, that was it's... awful, except for the B team. The, yeah, it's... I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take phrases I never thought I'd say for 500. The B team really saved that as much as they could. Yeah, they tried they, their best. The B team were the best part about that. The B stands for best part of the segment in that one. Because, God, they really the saddest tried. saddest thing is, that's true. Yeah. I, do, I 
Did not like that segment. Nope. One bit. <laughs> not a fan. Um, then we got a recap of WWE backstage where Corbin attacked Roman Reigns, apparently. Yes. That's also building to this feud. Fun time. Sure. Uh, then we got a women's tag match of Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Dana Brooke and Carmella. This was the match that was supposed to happen last week before mm. Bianca Belair got involved yeah. and beat up Dana Brooke and Carmella because, because she yeah, can. Yeah, because, because she felt like it. Yeah. Um, I've not got many notes about this match. I wrote that Carmella's dumb hurricane runner where she flies for seven years in a circle is really dumb. The Melago Round. That's, that's it. what it's called. That's a, that's a terrible name. Yes, it is. That's an awful that's name. That's what it's called. At least oh, that's what man. the commentary team were calling it on multiple occasions. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a stupid I mean, move. Yeah, there's there wasn't too much to go with this. Like, it was a four-minute match. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of an non-entity, which is quite sad because this was for a position on Team Sasha at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. There is... There's, that's a big stake. Yeah. For especially well, for big quotation marks. Well, yeah, I mean, but for <laughs> for people who aren't like directly in like four horsewoman levels, like this is something that they're really going for, mm-hmm. and rightly so. Um, chance for representation, a chance to put themselves out there even more than they already have, and it just just felt like a regular match. Yeah, it very much felt like a regular match, and it ended with Dana Brooke hitting a. Swanton? Senton? Senton off the top rope onto um, I think it was uh, Sonya, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then she got the pin, and they won. Dana Brooke and, and Carmella, who are on Team SmackDown, who single-handedly got defeated by Bianca Belair last week. Yes. Makes perfect sense. And they beat the tag team of, of Fire yeah. and Desire, who have been Mandy a tag team Deville. since, like, October, November 2017. Yeah, They got sense. beaten by a pairing that haven't haven't wrestled together much, if at all. At all, I don't think. Um, no. Who got single-handedly beaten by one person off NXT. Not to say NXT is a bad thing, but, mm. you know. Yep. It just... It may... I'm never going to have said I've been Mandy Rose and biggest fan, mm-hmm. specifically. They're fantastic. They're mm-hmm. great. But it just made them look weak. Bad is the word I Which use. Which is such a shame. Like, they've, yeah. they've seen a bit of a build coming. And, and it just kind of ruined all their momentum, which is a real shame and because also they I, put so much good stuff together. Yeah, and I, also I think it would have made more sense to have uh, Sonya and Mandy win simply because the captain is Sasha Banks, who's a heel. Yes. So maybe have the heels exactly. go with her. That would I make, don't know. Certainly make more sense to me. Yeah, uh, um, but, then, but then we got the whole main event segment. We got a recap of Corbin's promo earlier in the night. Then we had the whole main event match, which we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Overall, this SmackDown, I thought it was decidedly underwhelming based off last week's excitement. Of course, it was never going to live up to last week's show it because couldn't. there was a load of NXT debuts. It's not. It's never going to live up to that. But no. even with that, I still felt it was a little bit underwhelming. The matches were solid in ring, but there weren't really that many stakes. Or even when there were stakes, it didn't feel like there were big stakes. So it was just a bit meh. And, when, he- and when it was bookended by that that Corbin entity and the start and end of the show it really leaves a sour taste so I would have given this either a low 3 out of 5 or a high 2 out of 5 you see I thought it I I was a bit more favourable towards it I put it towards like the top end of 3 out of 5 for me okay um like you say there was a lot of solidity within the match themselves a lot of the endings of the matches were eh, eh. they did they weren't great they were a bit unsatisfactory mm-hmm. they were a bit what's the word I'm looking for anticlimactic yeah uh, yep. um and again, like I was saying to you earlier, um, and you've just said now as well, about it just, even when there were stakes in the matches, it just didn't sometimes feel like there were. But I thought there was enough good stuff 
that they can be worked from. And a lot of sort of my higher ranking for this is hope for it because mm -hmm. there's a lot of potential here, especially with that Daniel Bryan Fiend stuff with Sami Zayn in the background as well. It's always wonderful. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they can do here with it. You know, we'll gloss over some of the stuff that was bad, no names mentioned, Tyson Fury, Braun Strowman. Yep. Um, maybe this is going to be a big push for the B team. Highly doubt it. Yep. Um, but I liked the fact that I think they kind of owned that they were never going to get the same reaction as they did to last week. Last week was, it was fan service. Mm. It was fan service, Certainly but it was. worked. And I've got no problem with that. I'm not going to hold that against them. Go for it. They used the situation to their advantage, and it worked fantastically. <clears throat> they were never going to hit that again but what I think they didn't do was push it too much to try. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe they went, excuse me, <clears throat> bit of a tickle in my throat there. Mm. What they maybe did was go a little bit too far in the opposite direction. But I think that's better than trying to replicate it. Because yes, it wouldn't absolutely. have had the same effect. And by, I think, bringing in NXT UK, mm -hmm. even, you know, slightly dodgy the way they did it, I think that was a really nice idea. It gives a whole new underlying level to NXT's threat level uh, as, you know, Survivor Series coming up. Really enjoyed that. Enjoyed seeing um, uh, Baszler come back, even briefly as she did. Mm -hmm. I like <clears throat> that they're kind of almost building her as this, she's always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she, when she gonna, when's she going to hit, you know? She's going to. Yeah. But when? Liked that. Um, Could have been cool to see maybe one or two more NXT stars getting involved. That would have been nice. I think that wouldn't have pushed it too far. But I think they handled not trying to replicate it, which they could have been so tempted to do, mm -hmm. especially with all their other top stars back, mix and mingle them. They could have tried. I like that they didn't. Okay, fair enough. Um, but now let's get into your Susu Super Chats. Uh, we've got a couple here about Walter and Imperium as a mm -hmm. whole. Sterling Van said, Imperium on SmackDown. I'm not crying, I promise. <laughs> I, like, I, I would have been if they mm. used them properly. If they'd, have, if they'd have gone for a bit longer and, like we said, sort of used them a little bit differently, yeah. giving them a bit more... Give them a bit more of what they are. Yeah, you know, exactly. Use them as this tour de force who just take on a lot of people and only back down when they know it's beneficial for mm -hmm. them. Uh, Anton H said, So Walter makes his main roster debut and they don't let him cut a promo about the main roster being inferior and getting him over? This company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah 100% agree. Yeah. They, they really should have used him better than that. Like, give him his entrance. Yeah. Walter and Imperium doing their entrance is a sight and it would get him over because it's so unique oh, yeah. and it puts them on a completely different playing field than most other talents and it really gets mm. over their characters. Oh yeah, I think absolutely. a lot of people in that crowd were like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah. So it kind I of would have been a lot have, better. Have them beat down just a bunch of people. Mm. Have them standing over them at ease. And behind the whole back thing that they do. That's do that. What, that's what the pose at ease is called. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think alert is when your hands by your side, legs together, and at ease is when your hands behind your back, legs slightly apart. Didn't come here for education. <laughs> Didn't come to the SmackDown review for education. Yet, that is what we give you. CCF um, memories for when I was, like, 14. Nice. Uh, 700 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Supreth Vivekananda. 
Oh, probably butchered that one. Uh, hi, Pete and, uh, Pete and Dave. Greetings from Australia. I'm Ooh. so excited for a Fiend versus Brian feud. Have a good day. P.S. Hope your headache goes away soon, Chopper. Thank you very much, uh, yes. Supreet. And yes, I'm very excited for a Fiend versus Brian really, feud. Really, nah, give, give now. Yeah. Please. Um, here's an interesting message from the chat. Thank you, uh, moderator Gina, for putting this one in here. Yes. Major Muffins in the chat said, That backstage segment with The Fiend did not appear live at Manchester. I hate the fact WWE edited in a segment about The Fiend being on SmackDown with crowd reaction when the segment never appeared. He appeared on a dark segment at the end of Raw with the OC. Wow. Mm. Really? So yeah, they just piped in a load of booze and stuff for The Fiend, even though, you know, people would cheer that kind of thing oh my goodness yeah thank idiots. you for letting us know that thank you very much and we also got another message from the chat thank you again gina mm -hmm. uh tonka turn talking about the crowd and how they were you know not necessarily particularly loud tonka turn said we were quiet i was actually there and where i was sitting we popped for very little stuff because we were there for six hours of wrestling totally fair yep with smack i'm assuming you taped smackdown first and then raw afterwards so are you quieter for Raw than you were SmackDown because mm. you're more burnt out? I don't know. We'll, Understandable, we'll, we'll get to though. that later. Uh, then we've just got some general uh, WWE miscellaneous ones. Sterling Van said, uh, you had a live stream about Jeff yesterday? We did. Uh, Darn, I missed it. I've been waiting to make a joke about how Samoa Joe was right about Jeff's troubles. Uh, sure. I don't know what Samoa Joe said about that, but yeah, we did, we did a stream about Jeff Hardy yesterday. The story was that WWE have no plans to bring back Jeff, even though mm. he's almost at full fitness. So yeah. maybe kind of done with WWE. We don't know. Uh, but you should go and watch the full stream to find out more about that because it also features SoCalVal, who's buddies with Jeff. So that's mm -hmm. a cool insight. Nice. Um, got one from Mike Ducharme which is totally the wrong way to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Only uh, got this. <laughs> uh, not related to SmackDown, but do you guys think Balor and the OC are going to go to NXT to create a feud between them and Undisputed Era? Uh, I mean, the OC invaded on this week's episode anyways. Uh, I, I think they are going to feud with Undisputed Era, and I think that's going to happen on an episode of NXT leading into Survivor Series. I don't think Balor is going to join them. No, I wouldn't see that happening either. Yeah, um, I think Balor's got his own stuff going on. Yeah, I think he'll... With the whole, you know, New Japan, his... Yeah, thing. be forming his own thing. Yeah, either forming his own thing or just going solo. Yeah, I, go I, I don't think he needs to... He, I don't think he should or needs to join the OC. No, no, not at all. If he's, if he's going to partner with people, I think someone else. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, not to say that Finn Balor plus the OC would be a bad thing. Oh, I'm sure it would watch. be amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm sure it would be um, great, but he just doesn't need to do it. Yeah, I mean, especially kind of liking the OC where they are, you know, having just won the most ridiculously long-winded title of all time ever. Oh, the largest tag team tournament match to determine the World Cup for the best tag team in the world. That one. You can say that, but you can't say simple two-syllable words. Correct. Uh, that that all right, Ron. That <laughs> is embedded in my brain. Yeah. That title for the amount of times I've said it. But yeah, I I'm I just want I just want to see what they do with that before they do anything else. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dominguez uh, says uh, at Survivor Series the final three brand survivors lights hit Fiend destroys uh, also I said Finn Aus AJ and Ollie said no still a possibility maybe Gallows and Anderson move to NXT so. Finn just becomes the leader of the OC. Hmm. 
I don't know how I feel about that because I really like AJ Styles regardless of what he's doing, whether he's in the OC or by himself or whatever he does. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, Gallows and Anderson, I'd really like to see on NXT. I really want to see them shine because I don't think they've had a chance to do so since they've come to WWE. Um, Finn is the leader, though. I don't know. I just don't know whether that fits with what Finn wants to do. And I know it would be a great Bullet Club reunion and all that stuff, but I really want Finn to do his own thing for now. I just really want to see him as a really cool solo heel act because that i i personally just really want to see that because i've i've not seen heel finn balor before because no. I, i've only seen it you know retroactively i've seen clips of him in new japan and stuff but i've never properly seen it yeah so i just want to see that first before he goes to a proper you know build a stable or anything like that yeah and as far as stables using the oc go like like i say i want to see what they do with this tag team championship thing mm -hmm. before they start thinking about moving anywhere else if they can do something with it in WWE and then you know take it mm -hmm. somewhere else sure fine and I think if they move if they were to move away from AJ I just want to see what they do on their own yeah not, not like them on their own but them yeah, together yeah, yeah. just as a as a tag yeah, team just, just them yeah. see what see yeah get them back to that see what they do mm -hmm. that would be nice not have them you know under someone else's leadership mm -hmm. for the First time in a while. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Sidesh Majankar said, I really wanted to see Fiend versus Lesnar versus Cole. Sad face. Um, I didn't. As as much as I think that would be an incredible match. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's a correct way to book that match no. to make everyone look good. You, you physically can't. With someone like Lesnar, someone like The Fiend, and someone like Adam Cole, someone has to lose. Yeah. And it will not be the person you want it to. I can guarantee that one. No. Lesnar's not losing that match. No, that's the sad thing. Lesnar is the only one people would want to lose, and he's the only one who won't. Guaranteed, no, will he, not lose. He's he's not going to he's not going to put over some NXT <laughs> upstart who isn't doesn't look like he's made of mostly stupid amounts of muscles. Well, the thing is, I think Lesnar really likes the smaller guys because he always sells for people like Mysterio, Balor, Styles. Whereas his matches with like Braun and Reigns haven't been as good, um, so I I think he'd be all right with Cole, but just with the whole Fiend dynamic in there, you need to keep Fiend protected, especially with how he's been booked. Yeah, you want true. to keep Cole protected because he's the NXT champion. You want to keep Lesnar protected because he's WWE champion. You need all of them to look good, and I'm sure in an alternate timeline, there's a way to do that where you can protect all of them. Not in this one because no. there's no way you can have someone like Lesnar take a load of offense and look strong. Fiend cannot take offense and look strong. Cole can. He won't. <laughs> I do not have faith in them to book that match yeah, properly. Yeah, not those two. So, um, Petty Kruger said, Is it me or does Sonya Deville scream latent potential? It's a lot of rinse and repeat in the women's division and I'm tired of it. Sonya Deville is fantastic. I think she's great. Oh, yeah. And I think if she got a singles push, she'd really run with it and make it work for her. She could really go on a bit of a tear. I'd love it. She's fantastic. She's got yeah. a little bit of an MMA background, granted. Yep. It's a little bit overshadowed by Ronda and Shayna Baszler and people like that. But she does have a very kind of hard-hitting style. Yeah, And I true. think if she played into that more, I think she'd be a great single star. I think she's great. Uh, now we've got some miscellaneous Wrestle Talk super chats. Uh, uh -huh. Matthew Shields said, The Swath Nation wants more SoCal Val. Well, hopefully we can get her on more often. I will let Ollie know. Yes. And to see if we can arrange some stuff and get Val back for some more stuff. Because she did very well on the stream yesterday, I thought. Yes. She was great. Lovely, positive presence. It's hilarious anytime she comes in because she just 
chats a load of stuff. It's yeah, awesome. no, I had a watch of it. Really, really good. Really, yeah, really enjoyable. Thoroughly good Lovely stuff. stuff. Uh, Lindsay Jane Mann said, please more Val. As a lady mm-hmm. listener, I love hearing her point of view. Me too. But, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, if you can tell everyone else who starts disliking any video she's on to stop doing that, that would be great mm-hmm. uh, because that's something that we don't like to see. Um, Wyatt's... Wyatt Simpson says, I hate you all. Here's my money. Kissy face emoji. <laughs> I'm getting very mixed signals I'm, here. I'm conflicted, and I think I like it. I'm slightly aroused, I think. Possibly. <laughs> uh, Daryl Spikerman said, Hi, Chopper Pete and Just Dave. Daryl from Singapore here. Ooh. Keep up the consistent work, and hope you all come visit. I mean, if Ollie can pay for a trip for us sure. to go to Singapore, Sure. Nice. Uh, I'm not going to do it out of my uh, out of my own, own pocket. pocket, unfortunately. Um, Millennial sends in. There's a new thing on YouTube now called stickers. Have you seen this where people essentially just get to send in an emoji instead of like a message? Oh no, that sounds a lot like young person speak to me. Yeah, uh, Millennial mm. sends in a poop emoji. Thank I, you. I think that's for you. Yeah, totally. Thanks. Really appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, Jeffro6702, we thank you very much for the super chat, but with no message. Well, that was a show, wasn't it? Uh, for once, I'm actually saying that legitimately, because yes. we did actually, in fact, record the intro, the show, and now we're doing the outro for once. It's a weird opposite day world. I know, it's insane. Opposite day to do things in order. Crazy. Right? Yeah. Who does that? Um, we, we teased before, we'd be talking about D&D stuff. So, it's time to talk about D&D. Yes. Are you ready? So, uh, we had a... First off, we had a session last weekend. Last Sunday, wasn't it, I think? We had... Uh, so, we had a friend... I'm still recovering. I know. We had, uh, we had a friend staying um who i was catching up with i mentioned it on a previous podcast uh that i hadn't seen him in about two years we worked out mm. so it's really cool catching up with him uh and in those two years it turns out that he's really got into D. he's a yep. dm in two campaigns we were like that's awesome we're doing a D session tonight do you want to come along he was like yeah so he came along uh my lady partner was involved as well because she's a, a an on and off character mm-hmm. in this campaign too um so he got given a character to play uh, by uh, by our DM, uh, who turned out to be a a Tabaxi, which for those of you non D and D players, that's a cat person. Yeah, who was kind of Spanish, Italian, French. The accent changed a lot. It was essentially Puss in Boots, but from Shrek. Yes, yeah, Puss and in Boots from Shrek, yeah. but bigger. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Um, they were a a Tabaxi bard. Yes. Who had traveled around and all that stuff. It was very, very fun. Um, but then it got serious. Hot damn. Oh, God. I don't know if I can regale the full story because it would be a long one. But essentially, one of our players that we play with uh, wanted to play a different character. None of us knew this. Yeah, the only person this. that knew that was our DM. Mm. So they'd arranged an entire plan where their character had got taken away by yep. an image of their dead wife. And they were taken away into a forest and whatever. Apparently possessed. Yeah. And then when we obviously not know set out to find them, mm-hmm. we found them, and 
she just straight up started trying to kill us all. Yeah, she she had an effect that we'd seen multiple times throughout the campaign. It was like a, a the green eyes is a symbol yeah. of this curse or whatever it is. We haven't figured out what it is yet, but it's something that possesses these like animals or creatures that makes them much more uh, violent and gives them you know increased strength and all that stuff. Um, so they started attacking us, even though we were trying to save them. Uh, they were next to a hut, which we figured to be a hag's home, yep. essentially. Then there were two of them, yep. and we had to try and take those on as well at the same time as our friend was trying to kill us. Yeah. Uh, so then we... Yeah, so the the, the um, player whose character that was was now playing a different character who mm. we'd met. Um, so then we were all, you know, trying to not kill her, but kill these hags because we figured that once we killed the hags that curse would lift. Yeah. We killed one of them and the other one got away and just escaped. Yeah. Uh, and the curse did not stop and our friend was trying to kill us. And so it was it was literally like every single plan we could try and do was mm-hmm. we can we it it wasn't we need to try and save her it was we can. Like we can. We 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 never come up against anything like this before but like we can do this of course we can. Of course we can save her. And it sort of became abundantly clear after a while that actually no we couldn't yeah and it was very much her or us exactly yeah because she would have kept going until she killed all of us exactly she could have done yeah absolutely and so our barbarian yeah had to kill her yeah which was emotional it was Hot very damn. emotional indeed yeah so yeah we we ended up killing the previous Character who was part of our mm. party had a whole burial session. Everyone got really into the role playing, which oh, I yeah. super loved. It was so and so fun to role play. The thing play is, that. it was it was quite raw at the time mm. because we before this, like you know, we've got this these two new characters coming in. One of whom is being played by the guy who used to play this other one, mm-hmm. and who is apparently some kind of make weight in a witch's deal, so we can get back our friend in exchange for him. The other one is a worshipper of a god whose followers killed our friend in a past life mm-hmm. so there was so much mistrust yes no one trusted anyone we were infighting yep um even characters who were peaceful mm-hmm. were infighting yeah um getting angry when they wouldn't normally yeah um and all the while it was because we didn't know that our friend wanted to just play a new character anyway. Know, yeah. His whole thing was that he wanted to play a different character, just didn't tell us so that we could we would react as normally as possible. Yeah. So yeah, we had the whole burial thing. Uh, they had the the most kind of emotional um, relationship they had was probably with my character. So it really, really, really affected my character. Yeah. My character had a bit of a uh, bit of an outburst about everything Mm. just said why are we even here we should all you know pack it up and go home kind of thing because our friends are getting killed we're all useless basically um yeah it was it was emotional but it was so so fun our barbarian sort of wandered off Mm -hmm. at one point and tried to pray to her god to sort of take me not her yeah my character is a peaceful healing druid, and he he, he lost it. Yeah, he started attacking the new person with uh-huh. like vines and just like lifting him off his legs and be like, "You tell us everything you know, or we are going to kill you." Yeah, um, 
and also when our friend was dead like my character's a druid he knew she was dead but I have like four different ways of healing people and mm -hmm. I tried every single one of them yeah. one after one after one try and bring like, him back give but... me something give me anything yeah and just had nothing so now <laughs> my character's going through a massive crisis of confidence yeah as is um, our barbarian as mm -hmm. are you, yep. you well you just when you thought you'd beaten your crisis of confidence I know a yeah one shows up yeah but one of one of the things that properly broke the tension was us finding out. We found out that um, our friend just wanted to play a different character. Yeah. And the guy who plays the barbarian, who had to do the killing <laughs> blow, texted him, not knowing that he wants to play a different character. And he knew that she didn't know. So she texts in saying, I'm so sorry I had to do that. And him knowing that she didn't know, messaged back without a moment's hesitation, just saying, I'll never forgive you for this. <laughs> It was genuinely like, incredible. She, she was she was properly ready after that to leave the house. Yeah, she was like, she I, was like, I need to, to go. go home because I feel so guilty about killing your character. So she messaged him to apologize, but like, I'm so sorry <laughs> to do that. And he's like, No, I never forgive you. Like without without a moment's hesitation, <laughs> guys, hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, it was quite something. It was a great great session. Yeah. Um, and we've got a session tomorrow, which is yes. actually on my campaign it for is. once. Um, so we're going to be having a character return to my campaign, which mm -hmm. is super, super fun. Very excited for that. <laughs> so much about the party has changed. Like, mm. there are three new people in the party she's never met before. Two people who she used to know, but she doesn't know, are dead. Yeah. So there's only one person left who she actually yeah. knows left in the party. Yeah. Uh, and so he's a broken person now. He's very much a broken person. So, yeah, that is... I'm quite excited for that's it. That's going to be good. Um, I've actually got quite a bit of time. As I mentioned earlier, I'm doing full gear reactions. Mm. So after this podcast is done, I obviously need to edit it all, all out and all that stuff. Yeah. But then after that's done, I've got like five hours to kill. I'm just going to make some maps. Nice. I'm going to plan some stuff. Are you proficient the... in cartographer's tools? No. Ooh. I can't draw. Roll with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's the DM here? Um, so yeah, I'm 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 thoroughly excited for the for the session tomorrow. I'm yeah, I'm I mean, very we're, excited. We're actually getting into some real proper meaty like mm. this is like our first proper like as I was, the the one from before it was kind of like your beginner arc, yeah. as it were. I wasn't there for most of mm -hmm. it. This is like our pro first real proper story arc. Yeah, and and I think this time it's there's very much a case of here's an overall objective you need to achieve. Go about it how you will. Yeah. So this is kind of where do you want to go? We've already like isolated like potentially like four or five different places we can mm -hmm. go. Yeah, um, and you can realistically go to any of them. Yeah, we have no notion of which one's correct, which one, if if any are wrong, we don't know. You can go nothing. wherever you want to go. Home. And your boy has planned it. So, yeah, you can go wherever the hell you want. You realised if it wasn't a game of D&D &D that I quite like playing out and seeing how it would go, mm. you saying you can do anything you want and I've planned it would normally just make me think, all right, what hasn't he planned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want and to I'd go this place. It's like, well... You know, maybe out of the four or five, you could go to one of the... No, I want to go over here. That's very much a you thing to do. Yeah, I'd like to go to the nearest shop and buy a shovel. Good. I want to dig down. <laughs> and keep going. How, how far? I'll tell you when I stop. <laughs> Just come back to me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a, a quick email before mm. I head out of here. 
Uh, we've got one in from Nate, who I believe emailed in before, actually. Yes. Um, who says, uh, this is a WrestleTalk Get Better, who says, Hey Pete, Laurie, Ollie, Luke, Randy, and all the rest of the WrestleTalk gang, even you, Blake Ham, you piece of crap. Uh, the last few weeks I've been overly tired and having health issues. Last weekend I was even having severe chest pains. Mm-hmm. I took my blood pressure and it was a whopping 132 over 106. Yikes. Oof. Uh, you guys are really into fitness and eating healthy. Well, I think you've emailed the wrong person here. Uh, and I was looking for tasty options. I'm 42, married, with eight, soon to be nine kids. Wow. Uh, I am the custodian at my local high school, and so it's easy for me to snack and eat dumpy food. I'm assuming that's like bad food. Um, Uh I'm looking for better snack options and a way to stop drinking soda so much. I love coffee and have tried to cut back, but it seems to make me feel worse. I listen to you all regularly and without missing any episodes, I love your input, eating healthy or exercising to be healthier. Thanks for all the great content and consistent resting opinions. Have a great day, Nate. Well... Lots to unpack there. Firstly, I hope everything's getting better with the blood pressure and stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, health first, take care of yourself. That's the main thing. Um, In terms of actually getting better, uh, Ollie is the person to talk to about that. He's very much into, you know, things that will help and exercise and all that jazz. Mm. Uh, even Laurie and not me. <laughs> I've, I'm, I'm intending on getting back to the gym. I went pretty often i used to go i mean only about probably about a month ago i was going Mm -hmm. about three times a week yeah um the importance the importance of working out from what i've learned about it which is comparatively little (laughs) yeah um is it sounds fairly obvious but have structure Mm -hmm. i used i used to go to the gym and i would have no structure i would just do whatever was available and it was tedious yeah it was dull it didn't feel like there was any good coming from it. Since then, and it helps to sort of, in this case where it does help to sort of know someone who can help, but a friend of mine who's a fitness instructor made me a custom, for me, mm-hmm. uh, workout plan. Suddenly I have structure. Suddenly I have, this is what you're doing for this long on this many weights. Do that that many times. Lift the thing all the times. Yeah. Um, now lift that thing, but in a different way, with a different part of your body, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Proper plan, warm up, main parts, cool down, all that stuff. Having structure, just even having a list of things you're going to do when you get there is massive. Yeah. Um, Absolutely massive. In terms of eating healthier and not snacking so much and cutting out the soda and all that, um, genuinely, and like cutting back on coffee and all that stuff, genuinely the best thing you can do is just drink water because... Mm. You're going to feel bad when you don't drink coffee. If you have quite a bit of coffee per day, when you stop having coffee, your body will not respond well to it because it's yeah. so accustomed to having so much coffee. But you have to work through that. So you have to drink lots of water because your body needs that stuff um, and give it a couple weeks and you will feel better eventually. It's going to be rough for a little bit when you're used to having so much coffee but genuinely just drink water because it is the best thing you can drink. Um, goes for soda as well. Just prep, w- get loads of water bottles, fill them up with water and take them with you is what I try yeah. and do. Uh, or for someone like me who struggles to drink water, I drink the next best thing, some kind of like cordial squash type thing. So I've got the next best thing to water that's not water because I, I struggle to drink water myself. Um, and in terms of snacking options, just try to have stuff that's a little bit more healthy, like nuts. 
Nuts are very good because they give you healthy fats, high in protein, stuff like that. Just but not peanuts. Not, just not peanuts. Just not, not 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 roasted salted peanuts. That's oh yeah yeah thing. no 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 actual nuts yeah. nuts. Almonds, um, like stuff cashews, like that. stuff like that are great because um, they give you you know like I said the good fats give you a bit of protein stuff like that and you know they'll hopefully fill you up a bit and won't have you snacking on things like you know chocolate and crisps and bad stuff so other one and this is potentially disagreeable with popcorn popcorn yeah popcorn is quite a lot of air in there to be honest yeah that's true um, that's not necessarily a thing that's like you can eat this because it's healthy um, you can eat it because it will fill you up yeah and not doesn't take too much of it to do it in terms of like general other healthy eating meals and stuff like frozen's good don't have to knock frozen veg and stuff yeah it's perfectly good it's it maintains a lot of its um benefits and vitamins better than fresh obviously yeah. for longer um and like i watch a lot of um cookery videos on youtube um and people like gordon ramsay um they will just say like i use frozen yeah Absolutely, I use frozen. It's just easier. It's, it's quicker. Just, yeah, it's just better. And obviously, we're not 42 married and have soon to be nine kids. No, that's very true. Granted. So, there's so a, a lot a lot of aspect on, on there is going to be making things that can be done in bulk for lots of people quickly. Um, get into chickpeas, my friends. Chickpeas are get, good. Get into chickpeas, get into lentils, get into beans. Um, make big, big batches of all these things together with like canned tomatoes uh flown from flavoring with chili and stuff like that just make these big batches of things um throw, throw them in a tupperware throw them in your freezer keep them for god knows how long they'll keep forever um and you just have them with rice and whatever you have yeah easy but tasty Absolutely. is always the way to go uh that's probably going to wrap it up for all the time we've got uh on this episode of the wrestle talk podcast uh we'll be back on tuesday when it's going to be Ollie and Luke doing the Raw review. Oh, no, yeah. in fact, Monday, Luke will be back with Simon doing the full gear review. Nice. On Monday, Luke is back, everyone. So you can all come Woo. listen again because, you know, <laughs> everyone drops off and stop, <laughs> stops listening when Luke's not here. Um, so, yeah, he'll be back on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we've got the Raw Mm-hmm. review with ollie and luke as normal then we're going with our new schedule so on thursdays it's going to be ollie and luke doing the aew review laurie and simon will be doing the nxt review and then dave and i will be doing the smackdown reviews on weekends yes so i'm gonna go from four podcasts a week to one so stop emailing me so much because <laughs> now i'm gonna have loads <laughs> it's fine currently i have four more to get through so you can you can email in a few. You can email in a That's few. That's doable. Uh, PeterRestor.com if you want to help me with that. Um, so yeah, and but then on because the schedule on Thursdays is now because I'm gonna have to do a news in the morning. Yeah, so we're changing things around still. We're still trying to make it all work. We're still trying to get out an AEW review and an NXT review on a Thursday if we can. Mm. So just trying to make that schedule work for now. So bear with us still trying to make it work but yes so we'll see you guys soon thank you very much for listening Mm -hmm. and uh, I love you all goodbye hold up 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.